welcome to Limitless Chatter. My name is Shelly. With me is my Limitless Ministry partner, Stephanie. Hi, Steph. Hello. We have been on hiatus for a few weeks with our recording, and so this is our first time back. It's been several weeks, but um, we have a doozy of a story to tell tonight, but before we get started, Steph, would you please lead us in prayer? Excuse me. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Evidently, I needed to sneeze before we got started. Perfect. <laughs> All right. If you would lead us in prayer. Yes, I will. Thank you. God, we are thankful that you have given us this opportunity again to share your word and reach hearts and touch lives. And Lord, we just pray that you would guide this message to whoever needs to hear it and allow it to touch their hearts, penetrate that wall that they might be putting up, Lord, and hopefully ultimately lead them back to you. Um, God, we just pray all this in your name. Amen. All right. Okay. So one of our favorite stories, my one of my favorites, and I, I think Steph is one of your favorites too. Um, Jonah. Jonah was... Oh, yeah. He was a mess. Let's just say that. I mean, prophet for God, but also yeah. a little bit rebellious. Yeah. <laughs> I, the word that comes to mind is stubborn. Okay. Yeah. Stubborn. Um, stubborn. Yeah. So basically, yeah. Um, God was calling him to prophesy to his enemies to share God's word yes. with them give them the opportunity to repent he didn't want to do yes. it yes that's kind of a cliff notes version yes yeah um yeah, for those of you who don't know the story yes you um Jonah as we mentioned prophet of God God asked him to go to Nineveh mm -hmm. to preach his word and get the people to repent and the Ninevites were not Jonah's favorite people. <laughs> um, they were enemies and Jonah did not want to go. He did not want to do this. It was almost as if he was saying, I will preach to anybody else, God, but not these people. And um, his story is pretty remarkable when you think about how he literally ran from God yes. and um, ended up on a ship right? He gets yeah. on a ship. He sailed away the opposite direction and a huge storm just happens to arise. <laughs> um, God he, sent that storm. Did he think that God wouldn't find him? I mean, really? You know, maybe sometimes in our finite minds, we think God won't see if I do this over here, but guess what? <laughs> So yes, God obviously saw Jonah running away yeah, and caused a great storm to come upon the ship. And Jonah told the people on the, on the ship, throw me over and the storm will end. I know why the storm is here. It's mm -hmm. for me. I did it. Um, yeah. And so they threw him overboard and the storm stops. And while he's down there, he gets swallowed up. <laughs> Yeah, you know, pickle fish, and that had to be a huge, 
Yeah, big old fish. Yeah. And so he gets swallowed up until he is repentant. I think it was three days. Three days. Was it three days? Yep. Yes. Yes, because they- Until he is repentant of running away. And finally makes it to Nineveh, where he preaches God's word. And hallelujah, the people repent. They turn away from their sinful paths and they come to God. And Jonah's overjoyed, right? He's mad. He's spitting fire. He's He's so mad. mad. He's furious. I I think I asked you this earlier. Why was he so mad that these people repented? And that's one of the things I never really did understand is usually when we see people come to God, we rejoice. We have, you know, celebrations even because, yay, hallelujah, someone has turned away from the path of sin. And Jonah's like, no. (laughs) I wanted them to burn. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't very nice about it. Yeah. He was not. He just curls up and wants God to kill him at that point because he, he's done his deed and he's like, you know what? I, I don't want to live with this. I, I just want to die. God said, nope. That's so sad. (laughs) Yeah. That is so sad for him. Yeah. So he would rather die than watch these people come to God. And so long story short, um, the good news is, is of course, the Ninevites do repent. They do come to God. Um, but I think the point of Jonah, um, most of us remember the pieces about him being swallowed by the whale and being down there for three days. And I don't think that's the point of the story. No, I don't think so either. I don't, don't think that's the point of the story. Um, I think the first point, at least one that I can think of is like we mentioned, you cannot run away from God. You cannot. No. And that can either be a scary thought or a comforting thought. Well, there, I don't know about everyone else, but I know for a fact that when I was younger, God asked me to do something and I did not do it. Um, and he, he never let that thought leave my mind. And mm-hmm. some years later, called me back to it reminded me hey remember I asked you to do this and and you didn't um so (laughs) I had to repent and go ahead and do Mm -hmm. it (laughs) but you know when God asks us to do something it's better just to do it otherwise he's gonna chase you down I didn't have Don't to chase be in a... you down. He's going to cause storms to turn you around. <laughs> I didn't have to be in a fish and yes. belly, thankfully, but, um, you know, no. I did. Uh, and he wasn't harsh about it by any means, but it's all, it was one of those things like, it, it was like a little flick. Hey, hey, mm-hmm. hey, go do this thing I asked you to do. Oh, cool. it'll be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> and he kept going, but I don't want to. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Yeah. And God so. doesn't let up. God doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. He doesn't let him get away with not doing what he was asked to do. And so I think for me, knowing that I cannot run away from God, knowing that there is nowhere I can go 
to hide from him for me is a very comforting thought because now that I have such a good relationship with him, that's a thought that brings me, okay, you know what, no matter how low I get, God is there. No matter how high I get, God is there. No matter when things go twisted or sideways, God is there. Um, And that's comforting to know that I can always just reach out and he's just right there. No matter what I'm going through, he's right there. And I think ultimately it is supposed to be a comforting thought. I think some people think of it as a scary thought, but it's supposed to be comforting because God doesn't, he's not there hitting you over the head with a two before, although sometimes I do need that wake up call, Um, (laughs) but he is there kind of doing that little flick. Like just a little flick. It doesn't even hurt. Just doesn't even hurt. He's like, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm right next to you. All you need to do is reach out. That's Mm -hmm. it. Just reach out your hand. I will take your hand. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that was for me, one of the points that the story of Jonah is trying to make. Well, and we also have to remember that sometimes we are, he is there for us, but he also is, we're there for him he calls us to do hard things mm-hmm. and yes, he does. <laughs> we can choose choose to do it or not but we we all are called to do hard things sometimes and Stephanie mm-hmm. and I were talking about this earlier today that we we probably all have those Ninevites in our lives that honestly mm-hmm. we would rather not deal with if God called us to share his message with someone someone on our list we might be like eh, no let somebody else, I, have let somebody to. else cover that. <laughs> I think we all you made a comment you made a comment earlier about how it's easy to share God's message with those that we care about and those that we love right or even those we like yeah, it's easy to share God's word and it's easy to to encourage them and witness to them, but it's not as easy to do that with someone that may rub us the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and we all have, and I, I I encourage you listeners to think who's that person in your life who well, just when you guys talk or when you whatever you just there's that friction. Yeah, you know. And God may be calling you to witness to that person. Yeah. And we talked. About I know I've missed too. opportunities. Yes. We talked about yeah. how now that we have a closer relationship with God, our list of Ninevites has gotten shorter. You know, years ago, we probably <laughs> had a, a really long list of people were like, eh, get away, get away. Um, but the closer we get to God and the more we build that relationship with him, mm-hmm. you know, we were trying to think, we were really trying to think, is there someone that I would not right. be in the least bit comfortable going to because I have so much hatred toward them. And it was, it was right. Hard. I mean, really coming up with a person that you would rather see them burn than to you know share share right. people of God's love and I, I don't feel like I really have anyone that I would rather see burn but 
um Mm-mm. a couple of- i think several years ago yeah the people that would have been on my list many many years right. ago even now i think no i ultimately even if we didn't remain in a relationship of friendship or whatever mm-hmm. um i still want that person to come to christ yes ultimately yeah yeah and so, that- and when I pray for people in, my, in the past, in my past, that maybe I don't have contact with anymore, I do pray, Lord, I pray above all that you bless them and that they have a relationship with you. And that if they don't, that, that they would find that somehow. Right. Right. So, And perhaps part of our um, journey should be that we ask God, who is the Ninevite mm-hmm. that I should reach out to? Is there someone, is there that hard conversation that you want me to have um, and just see if there's a direction that mm-hmm. he, that he leads you toward? Um, you know, we kind of had a right. little brief discussion about, you know, people who are maybe in abusive situations or someone who's harming you in some way, you probably... <laughs> You don't really want to um, rescue them, save them, whatever, share God's word, but, um, right. you know, you can, you can still pray for them. I don't, I don't know the answer to that question. Cause we are, we were just, no, what I do think, you do in that situation? Think, Go ahead. I mean, I, I don't know exactly. Like you said. Um, possibly God would say, let's sever that relationship because, you know, God does take people out of our lives. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't pray for them. Right. It doesn't mean we can't wish them well. It doesn't mean that we cannot want the best for them. And the best for them ultimately is that relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Even if we didn't have a relationship with them, a relationship with God is the best thing for that person. Right. And he, when God calls us to witness to people it it may not be that person like you may not be required to to face that person so because I know there there are people out there um I I know I've been hurt by by people and I know you've been hurt by people but you know we I can forgive, you can forgive. It's just part of part of the journey with following mm-hmm. God is that we have that forgiveness in our hearts. So I don't know. Um, which becomes easier. Yes. Which becomes easier the more you are in a relationship with Christ. Right. The closer you are with God, the easier it is to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I've found like, that as well. Yes. And I don't really know... Jonah must have really hated these people to be so angry, angry. Like he, yeah, he really argued with God about it. He he wanted no part of them yeah. being redeemed. Um, and what I find interesting is at the end of the story with the tree. He provided a plant mm-hmm. for them to get shade, and then he allowed a bug, I can't remember the bug, um, to eat the plant, and 
Jonah was mad about that. And he's like, <laughs> yes. God says, hey, you're so upset about this plant being destroyed, yet you were willing to see all of these people be destroyed. And you know, what's up with that guy? paraphrase <laughs> yeah. not exactly what he said but yeah <laughs> and he he was super mad about the plant being destroyed and Jonah's priorities were all messed up <laughs> they were very messed up yes but I think in Jonah's situation and I wonder and I wonder how this parallels with our lives too right. that plant was providing something for Jonah Whereas the Ninevites weren't necessarily providing anything for Jonah. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. So if we can think of me, I mean, if you think of Joseph, or Joseph, Jonah, <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty selfish, pretty selfish. Oh, yeah. And um, to be upset that a plant was destroyed, although that was providing something for him, mm-hmm. to be more concerned about a plant than people's lives um where does that parallel in our lives you know is there something that I put more value on than something else because it provides me with something um Uh, I'm sure possibly that and that would if that would require some introspection you know to to kind of look in and see okay do I value what do I value and why do I value it and if I'm valuing something because of what it provides for me that's a selfish attitude that needs to be taken to God and repented of. And, you know, we need to value everything that God values. Right. Whether it provides us with something or not. Yes. Very, very deep, Stephanie. <laughs> You've given me something to think about. You know, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's why that's one of the reasons why I like the story of Jonah's because yes. it, on the surface it doesn't seem to be very relevant to our lives but when you mm-hmm. dig in you realize there's a little bit of Jonah in me and I don't I don't like that there's yeah. a little bit of Jonah in me yeah but I can recognize that and I can repent of it and I can yes. change that yes I mean, and it could be a, there are so many layers to the Jonah story. I mean, like you said, the number one, he's running from God. And then (laughs) other than that, he's so filled with hatred and he's selfish and, but God still used him. That's the beauty of it. God still used him, even though he was a jerk. (laughs) He was being Mm -hmm. a jerk about it. Um, God still said, no, I want you to do this. And he did it. And the people were redeemed and everything was good, except Jonah was super, super upset. And that I know, like you said, don't get it. Don't get why you were so mad about that, Jonah. (laughs) But, you know, another piece of this, too, is that no matter what Jonah did and how he acted, God still loved him, too. Yes, absolutely. And God loves us when we're being stubborn. He loves us when we're being selfish and angry and he's there to help us work through those emotions Uh and those feelings. Uh So, you know, I mean, it's, it's a good example of what not to do or what to do. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one question I've kind of always had is I wonder how exactly he delivered God's word. 
like what manner was it a okay y'all so there's this god and he wants you to turn to him he doesn't want you to sin no more so just do it and we'll you know i wonder how how right if he if he hated these people (laughs) how convincing would he have been i mean like i know i think after he was in the in the fish for a few days he probably like i better get this done because i don't want to go back out there (laughs) Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. What do you want me to say? He probably smelled. They were like, oh, we don't want to smell like you. Okay, we'll rip it. Yes. (laughs) But you know, God still used him, like you said. Attitude and all. God still used him. So. That's, That's right. All right. Well, love the story of Jonah. Uh, is there anything else you would like to Definitely. add? Not off the top of my head. Okay. Um, welcome any comments, questions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just remember that God loves you and he yeah. is knocking at your door and all you have to do is answer. He's there. He's ready to accept you. Scars and all. He and used you Jonah. Hide. You cannot hide. <laughs> you can't hide. <laughs> yeah. That's a very comforting thought. All right. Definitely. So until next time, thank you, Steph. And uh, thank you for watching.